since we're talking about kind of the mundane versus the extreme, like one of the stories that I think about that I've been a part of is I wrote about these um, border uh, border patrol, a team of border patrol guards um, in San Diego who are in charge of uh, going down in the uh, tunnels between um, between Tijuana and San Diego, basically. Mm-hmm. So they go down 20 feet underground, crawl through these tunnel systems that have been dug, you know, by drug runners. And that's what they do every day. Like every day they search for these things. And I, I joined them on one day and it was a mundane day for them. Right. But it was so extreme (laughs) to me. Like, uh, And the story came about, like, I think I had pitched it because I had heard of this team of agents called the Tunnel Rats, which is, of course, a fascinating, interesting name that kind of calls calls back to to Vietnam era stuff. But Mm. um, but I expected to or uh, I expected to email the U.S. Border Patrol and either not get a response or, you know, uh, just I I didn't I thought there would be many layers of tape to jump through. Right. Um, and then I immediately, like an hour later, got an email that's like, can you meet us at the Starbucks? We'll be there in two weeks in San Diego. (laughs) It was your come on down moment. Come on down. It was like, come on down to this drug tunnel, 20 feet (laughs) under the ground. It's pitch black. It smells terrible. You're going to think you're going to die. But j- come on and join us. But um, oh, I couldn't even imagine, man. But it, yeah, so it was like it was one of those like careful what you wish for moments because it was also you know sometimes when you're pitching stories, I'll pitch ten stories, and the tenth story on a list is the one that I'll want to do least, and that's always going to be the one that gets the yes, right? Like without. <laughs> <laughs> so of course. It's like a month later, I'm in a like a tunnel underground, like with these guys. But it was hilarious, and I mean, that's an example of another story that I like to tell is uh, something that is very mundane to your subject, but is very crazy to you as an observer, yeah. right? Um, just to show how diverse and wild people's lives are, um, right? You know, when you're sitting in a restaurant, you have no idea what's in these people's brains, right? They could be, they could be like the expert on a crazy thing that cures cancer. Like you, you just, you just have no idea what people are inside. And that's like fascinates me. And that kind of keeps me going and makes me, uh, you know, like to tell stories. I, I love that, man. And, and, and I, I love that. Like on your Instagram, you have some of these amazing, like, like anecdotes about that, that, that flashback to some of these interviews that you had. It's just, there was a, uh, my uncle was one of the most influential people in my life. And I just remember like, he would just draw, be constantly dropping these wisdom bombs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, just like, and it was really interesting because he lived such a crazy life, you know, grew up in the battle of Britain and was, you know, constantly telling us about what it was like when he was out in the countryside. And then my family, you know, moved out of the UK to Africa. They lived in Kenya and then South Africa before they moved, immigrated to the States. And like, he would just tell us, he and my dad would tell us these amazing stories. And, you know, and it was a fascinating and wild stories to us, but it was just 
what they grew up with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it's just, and again, one of those things too, is I think that I was a history major in university. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I find when people don't study enough history is we repeat the same mistakes again and again and right. again. And, you know, it's like, and, and, and I, I think that if we're not listening or we're not telling those stories and sharing those stories, we're going to be missing out on something, you know? Right. You know, you, it's, it's true. You're always, you always, you're always attempting to be, you know, as a writer, I'm always attempting to be a better listener. Like I can write as well as I can write. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can always reel it back and try to listen as hard as possible to the things that a subject is saying and also listening to what they're not saying. Mm. Um, and sometimes, you, you know, I'll read a transcript and I'll just shake my fist because I missed something that they said, right. you know, like, you know, sometimes it's really the things that they don't say that you're like, Oh God. That was the moment they're waiting for you to ask a question about something else. They're, they're giving you a little, uh, you know, what is it called? Reese's pieces for ET or whatever, right? Like they're giving you a trail you're supposed to follow. And sometimes you don't catch that trail. I, 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 every single time I, I edit my videos, I'll, I'll find places that I, I missed cues. Right. Every time, man, I'm just like, Oh dude, I missed it right there. I didn't hear or I wasn't listening well enough or I might have been prepping my next question in my head. Totally. And you have to do that. That's the nature of the thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. but that's, a, you know, I'm sure you're like this with the podcast, but like, and I'm like this with my next story is like, and this is a cliche, of course, but it's like the one that you're the most excited about is the next one that you get to do because you're yeah. always trying to correct yourself. You're always trying to get yeah. better um, yeah. because yeah, you just, you, you, you try to move onward and try to do better. And uh, right. you know, you're never good enough, which keeps, you know, <laughs> it's, keeps you going. Right. Yeah. But there's always that, you know, with this, I always, I've been, really happy about being able to create a space that people can share. And, you know, I've had people who sent me back um, emails that they've gotten or messages yeah. that, that they've gotten from people who were like, you know, really inspired or touched by these people sharing their stories. Which and is, that's the what be- really- that is the best outcome, right? It's not yes. like somebody, it's not somebody listening to this. It might be hearing from a third party that someone heard this and it, influenced what choice they made you know it's very cool it's super cool because you know you don't it's like that butterfly effect you know maybe we're starting a change here that causes this ripple effect that affects someone's life and you know better you know three or four degrees out you know whatever degrees of kevin bacon you are from that (laughs) that story (laughs) exactly yeah i got a kevin bacon of one I am excited about oh, that. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah, man. I'm, I've am i never worked with Kevin, but I've got only one degree that I'm removed from Kevin. So That's pretty close. That's I think pretty close. He, yeah. I worked with Tom Hanks on Angels uh-huh. and Demons, and Tom Hanks was on Apollo 11. So Okay, there you go. My friend my friend is the only person I know who's worked with Kevin Bacon. So, God, that's the only. That's well, the one celebrity that I need to. Well, that's why you got to move. You got to move back to the States. 
right? <laughs> Got to get my Kevin Bacon totally, number down to yeah. zero. <laughs> yeah, totally. Make that the goal. Right. Well, what, what advice would you give to, to someone or to yourself, your younger self, before you were embarking down this career path? Uh, I would say, I mean, without a doubt, um, don't wait for people to say yes to what you know is a good idea. Yeah. Cause when you enter, you are so young and you have your ear to the ground and you kind of know what's happening and the people in control are going to be older than you and they're going to be a little more out of touch and they're going to say no to a lot of stuff. So I would say keep writing, tell the stories that you think need to be told. Um, and don't listen to anybody. Uh, and a lot of those stories, maybe no one will read. And then the 10th of those stories might be the one that somebody that captures somebody's mind and starts a new path for you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as a younger person, I just wish that I cared less about the rejections and getting the no's than just like, you know, writing whatever I wanted to, putting it on a blog. And then by doing work that you're interested in, you attract people that are interested in that type of work. And I think that be, that kind of is a kind of snowball effect. Whereas if you're always trying to get yeses and trying to impress people, you're kind of entering this matrix of like, you've got to do this right. You've got to do this right. And it's, I feel like that's harder to do. Having said that, I'm still like in that process, right? Or I'm still, you know, still trying to do that, even though I'm like, you know, mid-career. Ah.